Welcome back to another episode of Whiskey and Lemon. I am Lana Mercedes and welcome to 2024. I thought it would be fitting to start this year off discussing perspectives. So we're going to chat about 24 things that we should look deeper at starting this year. So we'll cover 12 today and the remaining 12 next week so we can really dive into these points in each episode. These may not all apply to you. These are just some things that I've personally tried to work on over the years and even some I still have a long way to go on. This is just an opportunity to share, judge less, accept that we're all different and also accept happiness more. I'm doing things a little bit differently right now. It is cold, we're on a bit of a break. And so instead of me feeling like I needed to sit at my desk and you know, really be in front of my computer and focused on the recording of my episode, I decided that I was going to come and just sit on the couch and have a cup of tea and bring my recorder with me, not my whole microphone set up and just talk to you. So I have my heater on, hopefully it's not too loud. I may try to cut some of this out in editing, but for the sake of just being real with this conversation, I thought it would be nice to just come and plop down on the couch and maybe I will do this moving forward in my other solo episodes. Who knows, let's see how we like it and go from there. Anyway, let's get started. The first perspective I wanna touch on is your home affects your mood. The last place I lived in was very eclectic. It was dark because there was no sunlight and it just made me feel so depressed. But yes, eclectic, there was no rhyme or reason to the design I had in there. I had you know, an idea when I first moved in and then it kind of just turned into a bunch of different things. I know circumstances don't always allow us to just move or change the decor in our home, but if you're in a home with little light, I highly recommend trying to get out and go on a walk or some other outdoor activity. Even if you're just gonna sit down and read a book, try to do whatever you can to soak up that vitamin D on a daily basis. Also, I know it's not always fun, but clean up. Having a clean home is such a good feeling and having things in their places does so much more for the soul than you may realize. Lastly, this is the one thing I've been throwing out lately, but don't be afraid of white or maybe even off-white if that's more your thing. But also be aware of your situation. Make sure you can keep those items clean. So if you want some white or off-white, make sure the items you're selecting are areas you can keep clean. Like maybe you have a child or a pet and a white couch really isn't gonna work for you, but you can have white curtains. Figure out what works best for your situation. For me, for example, I would have never purchased a white bedspread, but last year I did and it was one of the best decisions I made. It may sound very small, but I love waking up with it. The clean, bright white just makes me feel so refreshed and optimistic for the day ahead. Number two is nurture relationships that nurture you. Now, I'm not saying only give to you know those relationships that give to you because I understand that things are constantly changing, but toxic relationships serve no one. There comes a time with certain relationships where you notice you're being used. You're the only one reaching out. Maybe you're the only one with an open ear for their problems. Maybe it's always on you to reschedule even when they were the one to cancel. And like I said, I understand that relationships ebb and flow, but if the default is you always pulling the weight and you know the relationship would just die if you stop nurturing it, it may be time to exit. Check out my friendship episode number 23 where we dive into the classifications of friendship and how we can best determine the amount of energy we expend and expect. 
I'll also link that episode in this episode's description. Number three, give back. I've had some pretty tough times, and even then, I find that there was always some way I could give back. Every year, for a good 10 plus years, I would go with friends to streets that were heavily populated with less fortunate people, some sleeping on the streets or in their cars, and we prepared hundreds of meals to take to them. When it was no longer an option for me logistically, I would form smaller groups with friends and volunteer to cook at shelters. Now, I'll admit I haven't done that in a couple of years, but I make sure that I'm always donating clothes. Every few months, I end up filling up a bag, no matter how small, or items I haven't worn in a certain amount of time, often a year depending on the weather, and decide if I haven't worn it, I probably never will. I pack it up, I take it to a center I feel will actually provide it to those in need, and that's if I don't already know someone personally that could benefit from the items. But again, life changes, so maybe right now you can volunteer to shelter and next year you can only donate clothes just depends on what is in your means right now but there's always a way to give back number four is mute your fears oftentimes our fears and anxieties are just a voice trying to hinder us from living life not to get that confused with your intuition fear is characterized by anxiety and overwhelm while intuition is characterized by certainty and calm Number five, let go of embarrassment. Stop thinking back on times you wish you had a better comeback to someone or the time you slipped going down the stairs. You're the only one holding on to it. I was once walking down the stairs to enter a club with friends back in college. My heel slid and I fell. Thankfully, there were carpeted stairs and my friends were on each side of me and caught me before I could roll to the bottom. But I literally let the embarrassment sit for all of two minutes and then I moved on because who cares? It was one of the best nights out and if I could think back on that moment, it's just to laugh and what could have been, but I moved on. We're all humans and make mistakes or trip or snort when we laugh. Laugh at yourself and just move on from the situation. Number six is save. This is so crucial. With all the information about social security benefits also coming out, you never know what the future holds. I say be reasonable. I don't think we need to save every penny and avoid experiencing life because you don't know how long your life will even last. But to that same point, you want to be prepared for if you do live a long life so that you're not stressed about supporting yourself. I'm a fan of the 50-30-20 rule, which is 50% of your income goes to needs like housing, groceries, utilities, etc. 30% goes to wants, such as eating out, buy yourself some clothes, and then 20% to your savings. And honestly, that's the minimum. If you can afford it, you can add more like 25%, or hey, if you're doing well, you can even save 50% and save and then have separate savings accounts. One can be specifically for travel and another for an emergency fund or split for various emergencies like housing versus automotive. Number seven, not all couples are the same. So social media does not help with this constant comparison people make from one couple to the next, but let's be real, all couples have their problems and projecting your problems onto someone else that chooses to move in the relationship differently than you do is only hurting you. Not everyone is seeking marriage, some are happy with just being together, or a domestic partnership for certain logistical reasons, such as being able to visit your significant other in the hospital or tax breaks that some people think you can only do when you're married. 
Also, not everyone wants kids. And stop asking people when they're going to have them. That's you assuming they want them or that they can even have them. We have no idea people's journeys or struggles when it comes to kids. Just let them live their lives. Number eight, not everyone has the same career goals. Some people think waking up at 5 a.m. every morning to start their day is the golden rule. Work 10 to 16 hours and then do it all over again. Some people think you should stay working at a company for your entire career if possible. Do what makes you happy, but also accept that not everyone wants the same things. Some people value family and experiences and traveling the world, not just for work purposes, and having a life outside of work. Some people find that they have much more success when they don't stay at a company for too long. I think the length of time, the industry you're in, demographics, and you as an individual all determine what that means. Number nine, stand for things. Don't flow with the wind or change opinions based on who you are around. No one wants to be friends with a chameleon. In that same vein, you can share your opinions and discuss with others, but don't try forcing your beliefs on them. No one wants to be friends with that type of person either. Number 10, family dynamics. As we get older, we develop more into ourselves. At around the 30 mark and definitely 40, we become the person mentally that we will be the rest of our lives. And oftentimes that is not the person we were in our 20s. So we have to, in a sense, teach people who we are. The things you would deal with as a child or young adult from your parents are not things you may be okay dealing with now. And that goes for siblings or any other relatives for that matter. For some, the main one is really protecting their time or not being told what to do with their money. For me, elders trying to control what I do as if I am still a child and just don't know any better is a pet peeve. I think the common thread here is respect is a non-negotiable. Trusting that adults are adults and should be treated as such, whether you think they should or not. Why? Because it's not up to you. People get to live their own lives the way they see fit, just as you get to. Number 11, having it all figured out. No one ever has it completely figured out. Some may seem to be more than others, and it's possible in certain areas of their lives they are, and in other parts they could just be blind by the seat of their parents. At the end of the day, we're all just doing the best we can, and putting the pressure on ourselves to know everything about everything is just not realistic. And number 12, the final one for this week is stop generalizing. Not everyone within a certain group is a certain way. For the greater good of humanity, it is imperative that we do not judge an entire group of people based on their race, culture, gender, location, profession, level of wealth, etc. For example, a big one these days is a divide between men and women. Now, this is definitely not new, but with the shifts in feminism, I think we have lost sight of the meaning. Feminism is the belief that women should be allowed the same rights, power, and opportunities as men and be treated in the same way. This does not mean that we should now hate men and take on the belief that women are superior and should have more rights than men do, because that solves nothing. So yes, when I hear all men this or all women that, I roll my eyes. I have found from personal experience, behaviors are often performed interchangeably and are more distinct by the individual person and not because they are a man or woman. Food for thought. I am going to leave you with two quotes that I already mentioned in this episode, but I want to remind you of them. And one is fear is characterized by anxiety and overwhelm. 
while intuition is characterized by certainty and calm. And second, for the greater good of humanity, it is imperative that we do not judge an entire group of people based on their race, culture, gender, location, profession, level of wealth, etc. Next week, we will cover the remaining 12 perspectives. And as always, whether you are new here or have been with me from the start, thank you so much for supporting this podcast. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can find me at Mercedes on Instagram to submit your questions and topic suggestions. Thanks for listening.